1: President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have
0: leverage over him.
1: Welcome back to Information Operation. Um, there's a lot going on with vaccine mandates and uh, audits around the country, uh, especially in the state of Georgia. We have Marcy McCarthy with us today, who's head of the DeKalb County Uh, Georgia Republican Party. It's a suburb of Atlanta or part of Atlanta. Welcome, Marcy.
0: Well, thanks, Todd, for having me on today.
1: You bet. So um, Delta has been in the news uh, all along this uh, last year with uh, CRT and other things. Talk to me about the vaccine mandates coming down in the state of Georgia, corporately, actually. Well,
0: fortunately, Governor Kemp is... Definitely against vaccination passports and vaccination mandates overall. Mm-hmm. So, having a Republican governor gives us somewhat of a reprieve uh, on the national level. But when you have President Biden pushing it through OSHA to our mm-hmm. and have it mandated through our private businesses as a condition of employment, you absolutely have a whole nother realm of challenges. I am a mm-hmm. business owner and I employ mm-hmm. uh, fourteen employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortunately, we're not part of that mandate of 100 or plus uh, individuals. Mm -hmm. But I feel as a CEO of my company, it's unconscionable to make my employees have a medical procedure or take any kind of medication. I am not a doctor. And to what we do provide is our employees with access to health care of medical, dental, and vision so that they have the opportunity to have the best health care and make those decisions, whatever they might be with for their doctors.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, is this coming? To, I mean, do you, in Georgia, do you see it just from the big corporations or or do you see? Uh, I know the mandate is 100, but I, I guess what I'm asking is what, what is the support for vaccine mandates across the state? Is it partisan? Is, or What do you think? Is it better and more in the cities or what?
0: Well, actually, what we're seeing across the board is a lot of resistance um, Mm -hmm. from the leadership of these organizations, as well as the rank and file employees. These are their lives and livelihoods. And what we're not taking into account is a lot of other factors to include natural immunity. So what we've seen is the efficacy of some of these vaccinations. Some Mm -hmm. of them are requiring boosters. Right. already actually had COVID. You are not being inclusive included in the mix here. That you have natural immunity, but still being forced to take a medication that may or may not be of your desire or need.
1: Well, it could also be very dangerous because you're injecting trillions more spike proteins in your body than really is needed. So the, the long term consequences, we really don't know what those are. Uh, you know, one, two, five, ten years down the road. Um, Georgia's obviously in the news uh, politically still on, since the election, uh, Secretary of State Raffensperger announced a, an investigation, uh, on the, I believe on the drop boxes. What's the response and what's happening in Georgia on, on the election integrity issue?
0: Well, we're absolutely thrilled in DeKalb County finally to have the start of an investigation coming forth with mm-hmm. our drop boxes in the 2020 elections. Mm-hmm. As you know, um, And your viewers know, DeKalb County was the highest county of usage of the drop boxes. And in looking at these actual chain of custody documents, most of them were not even filled correctly when they were actually filled out. Mm -hmm. I did a just a cursory look one day um, at the Brookhaven ones where I reside, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and most of them were filled out at some other time frame. So I'll give you an example. I have one that was. Uh, said that they picked up uh, at 1051. It didn't designate if it was an AM or PM Mm -hmm. and uh, 316 absentee ballots. And then it did not go back to the processing center and be checked in by the registrar until 9 AM the following day. And this is repeatedly. So Brookhaven Dropbox is about a 30, 25, 30 minute drive to the processing center overall. So it's quite likely that these ballots, in many instances, if they were picked up at all, sta- went home with somebody yeah. in the trunk of their car. I'm, I'm being the benefit of the doubt here, but right. the of custody as designated by our election code was broken. Um, sure. So how do you trust what was going in? And then the pickup of let's say 316 ballots, they never did a verification to see if there were 316 ballots on the intake. Hmm. So at the end of the day, you don't have confidence, faith, in, or what I call fitness, faith, integrity, and trust mm-hmm. in those absentee drop boxes or the the ballots themselves that were placed there uh, overall. I mean, it's very yeah.
1: So the, the legislation that was passed in Georgia, just for our viewers, restricted the amount of drop boxes, but they're still there, right? For certain types of ballots. Am I correct?
0: So they are codified with SB202, our Election Integrity Act of 2021, Mm -hmm. in DeKalb County for our municipal and special elections, which starts on October 12th and goes through October 29th. We will have eight drop boxes inside the early voting precincts that correlate Mm -hmm. with the eight early voting precincts that we have. And those locations are open from 7 to 7, five days a week. And then we have two Saturdays of early voting from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, really, if you want to vote via absentee ballot, I truly recommend that you drop that absentee ballot into the regular mail. Will it make mm-hmm. its way uh, to the elections office? But I really would really recommend that you vote early and in person. Uh, and right. do so between the you know the dates of October 12th through the 29th. Our early and in municipal elections, or I should say, our municipal elections are. Incredibly important. These are the people that manage your taxes. That whether or not your child is going to school wearing right. a mask, uh, you can open your business. Whether your police force or your your city workers are having to have a vaccination passport or mandate to work uh, as a condition of employment. Here in Brookhaven, we have just learned that our mayor uh, decided without didn't need to have the city council's approval to force our city count or our city workers to have vaccinations as a condition of, emplo- um, hmm. of employment and it is my understanding over the last couple of weeks now we have lost a few police officers uh, and now we're having some troubles responding to calls
1: hmm. this is
0: concerning
1: because uh, they didn't want to take the back so they just lost their employment right correct yeah
0: well we ha- don't have a hard confirmation mm-hmm. but the timing is curiously coincidental yeah right and Brookhaven has won numerous awards, is the most diverse police force in the state of Georgia, and we have an amazing relationship with our police force here. And people move to Brookhaven, for example, because they feel safe in Brookhaven. We literally border on Atlanta, and Buckhead, (laughs) the city of Buckhead is going to be, is literally one mile down the street. So with that said, people have moved here. Uh, Our property values have increased. And here, we're quite worried Mm -hmm. that our police force may not feel um that they're wanted because they were once heroes uh to many people still to me mm-hmm. but being forced to take a medication that they may or may not want to take or not right
1: be. so the um there's uh, I've talked to true the vote people and I know that they have some data on cell phone drop boxes uh, during the past like do you know much or any of those into cab do you know
0: yes um, actually okay okay yeah. There, there were several in DeKalb, uh as well. So I'm very nice. familiar with what the, um, and I applaud the efforts actually of the mm-hmm. truth of Vote team. They, are, they have uncovered some pretty amazing things mm-hmm. and I look forward to them. They're seeing the light of the day, yeah. uh, but it's gonna be really eye-opening because the ballot harvesting that took place in the 2020 elections in Georgia is jaw-dropping. Mm-hmm. And unlike California, Ballot harvesting in Georgia is illegal, and I hope everyone is prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And it's all on video, which is so beautiful, along with right. the cell phone ping data, all matched up.
1: So yeah, we'll wait for that, and uh, maybe have another interview after when that comes around. But um, talk to me about uh, like in New York, we're opening a paper there, and I think the African American population is around thirty percent vaccinated, and. And so the, it's actually becoming an issue where you're seeing kind of joint action against the government by even BLM that, you know, you know, demonstrating against the vaccine mandates in the city. Do you, do you see a move in DeKalb County or in the Atlanta metro area of minorities kind of moving toward the conservative position in, in ways?
0: Well, I find it curious to your mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the numbers and in- DeKalb County of the mm-hmm. Black community being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But what I see actually is a consistent realm of every weekend, including this one, being handing out $100 gift cards in the mm-hmm. in more Black, where uh, our Black communities reside in DeKalb County. Uh, so we're incentivizing people.
1: This is the government handing out $100 gift cards. The DeKalb
0: yeah. County government wow. handing out $100 gift cards, either from the CARES Act or my tax wow. dollars mm-hmm. um, to and with celebrity basketball players uh, and other celebrities to come and get a vaccination of a hundred dollars. Mm. I was always brought up that if there's something there. It's too good to be true. That it's right. too good to be true. Right. And there's no such thing as a free lunch. So I don't really think that there's n- such a thing as a a free vaccination. Although you do get a free vaccination, but you're being compensated right. uh, with a hundred dollar gift card to get an injection and what does that say and i was watching on uh, the news last night and it was t- totally amazed at these um the tony awards and the nighttime talk shows yeah. dance routines and um on, and songs about taking a vaccination mm-hmm. i mean I, I don't even under quite understand it
1: i've
0: yeah have been incentivized by a medication through dance routines and gift cards, TikTok. It really, <laughs> it, it really makes you wonder, right? Because if you are uh, you're having to entice people at such a high degree, then there's, like I said, there's no such mm-hmm. thing as a free lunch. It makes me even more curious mm-hmm. and you have to question why uh, you have to do that. Right. Uh, lots of other things out there that we could incentivize people to do, right? To be more healthy. Why don't we incentivize mm-hmm. them with a hundred dollar gift card if they lose a hundred pounds or you right. know yeah. or whatever yeah. um, and take a challenge like at through a health kind of situation? Or just you know, get your breast exam for mm-hmm. women uh, to mm-hmm. help prevent breast cancer. So mm-hmm. if you got your mammogram, you know, for free, set up a mammogram mm-hmm. and you wanna give an incentivized to help reduce risk of women having breast cancer, fifty dollars, right? Or yeah smoking you know we all know sure. smoking,
1: causes a yeah
0: or emphysema and all the other things that are complicated in the same communities that are plagued with these problems are the same people that are very resonant uh of taking a vaccination and understandably so they've they've been um burned in the past and i can't blame them and to mm-hmm. your point it's actually ironic when black lives matter can actually relate to the other side of the coin of a conservative black movement, like Mm -hmm. Angela Stanton King is leading with Mm. her organization against uh, forced vaccinations and mandates uh, overall. And I never thought there would be common ground between the two, you know, two ends of the spectrum coming together because they actually Black Lives Matter calls it a racist passport. Uh, and I would actually agree with that sentiment. Uh, well, when- it's, it's
1: impacting the minority communities uh, substantially because, uh, you know, they can't live; they can't go to the, you know, restaurant. Well, especially in New York City, I mean, you can't go to a restaurant or whatever, and so that's coming down in these other communities. It, it impacts them. It's like it's like a almost like a poll tax. You know, it's it's it impacts the minority communities more than 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 white communities.
0: Well, I, I own a market I, events business, so mm-hmm. we. Have- uh dinners in person on almost a four to six week basis mm-hmm. uh, in New York City prior to the mm-hmm. pandemic. And we hosted them at a wonderful restaurant right on restaurant row.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: people wanted to come uh, to our programs because of the quality of content and they loved our, you know, speakers and everything like that. We have not been up there since February of 2020. So mm-hmm. the consequences of us uh, that's lost revenue for my company, right? In mm-hmm. terms of the program management sponsorship fee from the company that would hire us to do the event, and then trickle down over to the travel of our plane tickets and us staying right. the hotel. And then, of course, the food and beverage at the restaurant that sure. was quite substantial for the restaurant. Um, so that was a pretty big hit. Uh, they could count on our business every four to six weeks. So wow. the reality is um yeah, the reality is it's hurt all of us and whether you're whatever color you are mm-hmm. but if you are doing in-person programs or you just want to go and watch a broadway play or any of these things they're really shooting themselves in the foot so i'll just say if vaccinations truly work as they advertised and these masks are supposed to work as advertised then you shouldn't have to worry about somebody that has natural immunity sitting next to you because Chances are my natural immunity has better protection against someone that is vaccinated and has never had COVID.
1: Well, I think the evidence is in, especially in Israel and other places where it's actually spreading. The vaccines are actually enforcing the spread of new variants and, and, and you know infections, uh, call them breakthrough or whatever you want, but they're not working as advertised, put it that way
0: they're definitely so, not and there's yeah. other studies too beyond the Israeli health ministry. Uh-huh. Uh, there's actually Emory University here right mm. in Georgia and the Cleveland Clinic. They mm. have correlated now these are not peer tested reviews but they they have tested and analyzed a lot of people that have had covid um, and the vaccination and what they're seeing collectively is the we don't get a breakthrough in infection Uh, At least from the Delta variant or any of the ones that are currently out there, I can't, we can't predict the future, right? Mm -hmm. It could happen with another variant. But right now, we most likely can't get, if you've had COVID-19, you can't probably get Delta, the Delta Mm -hmm. variant or Mm -hmm. any of the other ones right now that are kind of running loose. And we are seeing on the decline. Yeah. um, the, the infections, which is pretty incredible between, so one could attribute certainly to the vaccinations, and I'm not anti-vax, I want to be
1: abundantly mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: clear, but it's your choice, right? I sure. mean, I'm vaccinated with all sorts of other vaccinations, measles and mumps or whatever.
1: Your Your, your body, your choice, right?
0: my body, my choice. Um, <laughs> I had chicken pox as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and I was, you know, amazed when they came out with the chicken pox, you know, vaccination. My nieces and nephews all took it, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, lucky for you. You don't have to have chicken pox. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I-, I did. And I can't get it again. But, you know, so I have no on. issue with the, you know, but if you look at the polio vaccination, you know, many years mm-hmm. ago, they didn't get it right on the first try. It took mm-hmm. them 10 more years to to get it right uh, overall. Mm -hmm. So I I just really question when between incentives, like I said, and entertainment, Mm -hmm. uh, take it. And then on top of it, how does the CDC outrank the FDA? The CDC has become a bunch of political scientists. The FDA is supposed to be regulating our medications and what we're intaking into our body. And when the CDC has the power to override the FDA, as well as eviction moratoriums, uh, in defiance of the su- Supreme Court and yeah. you know, the President of the United States, I really have to question, are they medical scientists or political scientists overall? So whatever the CDC says now, I'm very, very right. skeptical.
1: So last question. Uh, obviously, election integrity is a huge issue across the country. How do you feel about coming elections in Georgia? Are they? Is enough been done to ensure people can have confidence in their elections as a member of the a leader of the Republican party
0: well as you know this has been a personal mission of mine to restore mm-hmm. faith integrity and trust mm-hmm. uh, in our elections i call it fitness uh, mm-hmm. overall and i've been working tirelessly since the uh the 2020 elections to raise awareness to all the problems and the deviations and the regularities mm-hmm. that happened in the 2020 elections overall but what i am proud to say todd is i've been working very closely with our board of elections here in DeKalb County. As mm-hmm. DeKalb GOP chairman, I had the opportunity and privilege of appointing two representatives to our board of elections. Mm-hmm. And we have been working very closely with the entire board and our interim um, elections director because we don't have the existing one. She was uh, she is on an extended leave of absence. Um, but we're mm-hmm. meeting actually next week uh, to sit down face to face with the Democrats, as well as the Members of the Board of Elections, as well as the interim director, to get all of our questions answered, uh, and mm. I think that's actually really positive because if you're going to go into a situation, uh, to we have our municipal elections certainly coming up, and it's going to be a, te- a small test of our SB 202, and see where the you know open endedness of, of it is. But we also have our you know primaries coming up. That if we don't have a working relationship out of the gate then we're gonna be very skeptical and suspicious mm-hmm. of each other. We may miss things that actually are the legitimate things in the process of just being mm-hmm. you know, skeptical. I want us to really have fair and transparent elections and an opportunity for candidates that put themselves forward to have a, mm-hmm. the real opportunity to win. And I want us to trust our elections and the outcomes of them. So mm. while I'm sort of thinking about it a little bit different <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. than so many other folks, I still would love uh, to have a forensic audit that's independently conducted like mm. Arizona because, um, you know, the 95 pages gave me heartburn. Uh, the yeah. two pages certainly reconfirmed a recount of bad ballots. But you can't unnecessarily undo an election at this point, right? But so what we can do is learn from the things that we saw and we talked about and testified about as being wrongdoing to ensure and hope, well, it's not just hope, but really work in tandem that this stuff does not happen again. So I'm very much working with them to ensure those drop boxes have better documentation of the chain Mm -hmm. of custody. Um, They are aware they're under investigation that was just announced and that's gonna be Mm -hmm. a topic of that meeting. We're gonna make sure the duplication of the the absentee ballots that are disfigured as well as the common military ballots are duplicated by our review panel not by mm-hmm. election office workers and the adjudication process is going yeah. to be done in a fair and transparent manner as well as our poll watching so we're that's what the meeting's really about is to take us through that processes and how we're going to work together to mm-hmm. schedule these volunteers because this is a huge now it's a smaller election certainly
1: what are the dates you- on that again
0: uh, the early voting starts october 12th and goes through uh-huh. october 29th okay so in it you know the whole county we have like eight early voting locations so that are open from 7 to 7 each party has the opportunity to have two observers there for the duration of 7 to 7 so mm-hmm. over that time period i have to all of us have to get volunteers right step to, up. you know step yeah. up that mm-hmm. takes a lot of time and effort and not everyone you know that's committing a lot of personal time because they're not paid to do this. Right. On other side. Poll uh, workers are paid, but poll watchers are volunteers from each major political organization. Well, Hopefully
1: after the last election, there's plenty of people ready, I'm sure ready to volunteer. to Oh, I think their...
0: so. I think they're yeah. ready to go. We recruited 500 for the runoff elections here in DeKalb County, wow. uh, which is amazing. Um, but I'm sure we'll have plenty of people and we're going to have our sign-up genius ready to go actually by the end of this week to get ready oh. for the early voting.
1: So Marcy, how do people get in touch with you? What What's the best way, social media or website or what what's the best way?
0: Well, absolutely. So there's several ways you can get in touch with me. So you can mm-hmm. email me at chairman at DeKalb G-O-P. Org, And that's mm-hmm. chairman at DeKalb org. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, so I'm Marcy McCarthy at, at DeKalb G-O-P chairman on Facebook. And certainly, I'm on Twitter at at, at Marcy McCarthy the US.
1: Well, thanks for your time. Maybe after the election, we can do this again and and talk about the results, and then look forward to 2022.
0: Well, I'd love to, Todd, and I always love coming on your show. And keep up the great work. You guys are keeping us informed, and we appreciate all the hard work that you guys are doing and keeping thanks. us.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it, Marcy. Take care. That's
0: good one. Thank you. All
1: right.